Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. Sony, 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 Sony. Hi guys. So, Sony is again in the news as expected. Um, one of the first stories is from The Verge. Sony is apparently looking to release more than 25 PlayStation 5 games under the PlayStation Studio brand, and nearly half of them will not be sequels or spin-offs, aka these will be indies. With the PlayStation Studio lead, Herman Hulse. Now, I don't even, okay, because, don't get me wrong, I, I kind of feel like I'm attacking Sony and Sony fans, and I'm not, I'm, re- I'm not, I just, I'm like, okay, you're supposed to be working on these games, and I'm happy that you are making 25 exclusives and stuff like that, because it's going to be a minute before People will start to see the PlayStation 5 regularly in stores. And this will probably, they already came out and told people that this will carry on until 2022. It has everything to do with that semiconductor and it's just not PlayStation 5. It's other next-gen consoles. I don't, this pandemic really shook things up. But, Ratchet and Clank, that will be coming out next month. Um, Horizon Forbidden West, hopefully this year. But I'm, I'm, I'm easily counting at the first quarter of next year. It said, it goes on to say, Sony may not be completely off the hook for producing all of the games that are unaccounted for though. The PlayStation Studio brand is a bit murky. When it was first announced, Eric Lampel, the head of global marketing at Sony Interactive Entertainment, that the branding doesn't mean that we are outright Um, the developer, but it just means that we bought it up as first party. In a lot of cases, we don't own the developer again. I'm telling y'all, when you that's that's code for they're taking a indie, which is nothing wrong with indies. I think some indie games came out recently hello Hades um that has been phenomenal but Sony is calling them like you know exclusives so it's pretty much going to be double a small studios that will be working exclusively with Sony for the PS5 Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think I'm not mad at... I'm not mad at the fans. Hell, I'm a PlayStation fan. What I'm angry at is... 
it's sort of like the media like with these prominent media centric PlayStation people it's like y'all are falling over over yourselves with this news but we don't have no details on it we, we only got like you know tidbits or a little bit inside in it but like I said I just read that and the only thing that I came up with from that discussion is what I said which is like indies who are going to be working exclusively with PlayStation but I say all that to say this this is cool but I want people to have that same energy when it comes to any developers working with Microsoft. I don't like, if you haven't gathered this, I, I really don't like this narrative that Xbox and Microsoft, the, the platform, shouldn't get the same energy as PlayStation or Nintendo for that matter because I enjoy my Xbox I enjoy the services that's on the Xbox as a matter of fact it's 20 years hold on we'll go over the Xbox in a minute the things that um, we have to worry about with the PlayStation is and and this is a like you know this came in at the time because like I was saying earlier the PlayStation will be in low production in 2022 hopefully it won't be like to the mid 2022 but it would definitely carry this year into the first quarter of next which is unfortunate because there are a lot of people that want these games me personally I have that PS5 and yet and yet I still don't play it as much as my my Xbox it's because there's nothing interesting on that system that you know Cause I'm not gonna play that Ratchet and Clank game. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the series. I didn't pick it up, the first one, and I'm not gonna pick this one up. I, it just doesn't speak to me. Um. I just want. I want to go back to my PS5. I do. I know one thing I am doing. That crimson red controller. Oh, I'm getting that. That just looks too. Oh, my God. That that that's. I want. I want a PlayStation 5 that looks that same way. That crimson red. Oh, because they bought out two controllers, or they're going to be selling them pretty soon. But that crimson red already pre-ordered mine. I've already pre-ordered that. That is one sexy-looking color, and I'm not a huge fan of red. <laughs> but for some reason, that looks. Great. Um, it's just that I'm like, I'm looking at all of this, and I'm reading everything, and I'm like, I'm 
just, I think I'm second guessing my purchase because I'm like, I don't see. I think I bought this too early. Oh well, that's just me ranting. PlayStation for life, okay? PlayStation for life over here. Doesn't mean I can't be criticized, criticize them. But, um. Capcom came out and they have already reported that they sold 3 million copies of Resident Evil 8. And this story is from Gamers Rant or Game Rant. Resident Evil is a continuation of the mainline Resident Evil series and it follows the stories of Resident Evil 7 Biohazard directly. Capcom has officially confirmed that Resident Evil Village 8 has already sold 3 million units and counting. Um, Following the new hero of the Resident Evil series, Ethan Winters, players have been exploring this new action-packed survival horror set in a mysterious village I've already played in in this game. It's quite short, but as I pointed out to you guys that if you have not played 7, I recommend you, if you're interested in it, if you have an Xbox, if you are interested in playing this game, my recommendation is play seven, then turn around and play eight. It makes a lot of sense. Continuing. Players have received a taste of this village with Resident Evil Village receiving multiple demos ahead of its release last week. One demo focused on the castle of Resident Evil Village while the other demo focused on the village and it appeared that the demo paid off with the successful early sales being reported by Capcom. Now, Resident Evil has a long way to catch up to the sales of other Resident Evil franchises with this prequel selling an impressive 8.5 million as of December 31st, 2020. Resident Evil 2 ushered in a new wave of survival uh, selling at 7.2 million as of June 2020. Resident Evil 2 remains the top dog of the Resident Evil franchise. So, it has, it, I think it will have legs and stuff like that. I mean, that game was everywhere on Steam and on Twitch this past um, week, but um, yeah, it's available right now, it's, it's, I enjoyed it, it's not a long game, but the story is good, I was thinking about, um, if I, here's the thing, guys, I know, Right now, um, Mass Effect Legendary Edition is available um, on I didn't pick it up. I, I, it's just like Assassin's Creed. I, it's, it's like I. I am looking at these games and I want to play them. I do. I think that they have interesting stories. I think they have um, 
interesting um, game mechanics. But like, like with Assassin's Creed, and like I bought it, and I can only get so far. I can never finish those games. It's something about those games, as well as the, the Mass Effect series. Just, I just, I, I just get bored really fast. And yes, this game is spectacular. I hear all of the, um, I've seen all the accolades, and I've heard all of the praise. It's just for me, just me. I can't see myself giving you guys a false review about something that I have not played. So, did I pick it up? No. Do I have an impression? Nope. Have I seen it being played? Yes. But that's the only thing. I've just seen it. And all I can say is it's gorgeous. And from what I'm hearing, is that if you played it before, you, it's the same. It's just, it's just a, a new paint job. I feel like I minimized it, but it is what it is, you know. Let's move on. Now, let's give kudos what kudos is deserved. Ubisoft had um, came out and said that um, most of them, you know, their first parties and like, you know, franchises and stuff like that are going to be focusing on free to play. This story is from Polygon. Ubisoft top leadership says the company is prioritizing persistent free-to-play adaptations of the video game franchises and licensing the company develops even as a subsidiary built standalone release to meet Blockbuster's expectation in the February fall and holiday release windows. That's the advice Frederick Dupret, Ubisoft Chief Financial Officers gave to investors Tuesday along the company's earnings for the fiscal year that is just completed. Now when people um first you know heard about this they were like oh my god this is going to like really mess up a whole bunch of things. Here's the things guys and when I first saw this I didn't think nothing wrong of it because I knew that it was gonna be like like I thought, like glorified DLC that they are going to be giving to people for free just to keep you interested. As these new next gen start to settle in, games are becoming increasingly more expensive. I just, I didn't, I didn't say that right. It's becoming more expensive to make triple A games, which Ubisoft pointed out that they will continue to do. But they would rather put these glorified DLCs out so that you can have something entertaining to play as they cook or develop these new games. Now, I think that they, the, the, the double-edged sword comes in is when people get complicit with these free-to-play games to when these new games come out, that is triple triple A and cost sixty to seventy dollars. Will they just wait? 
to see a free-to-play version of those new games. That's the trick on this. That's the trick. I mean, they're starting off with the um, Division Heartland. It's a free-to-play chapter of the the loop shooter franchise. I said it's a glorified DLC. I mean, if I'm being honest with you, if I'm being honest with you guys, if I'm being honest with you, just like Capcom with Resident Evil 8, and I've said this before, Resident Evil 8 is a very good game, but if I'm keeping it 100, that's a glorified DLC. It's a glorified DLC game. That's why I tell people you should play seven to see how you feel about it. If the story grabs you, then go go through it and grab eight. But if it doesn't, then you know. I mean, don't get me wrong, it has great sales, but it's a glorified DLC. Um, God, I lost my train of thought there. Yeah, but Ubisoft will be fine. You guys don't need to worry about it. They're going to be making, you know, traditional games and stuff like that. But right now, 2021, I said this in past podcasts. Guys, this is developmental year. That's all this is. You really have to rely on the next-gen platforms or systems. You have to rely on their services. And Nintendo is killing it because Nintendo is really... They're letting people know, like, yeah, we're bringing up these new games, but um, they won't be turning them out like they they thought they would. Right now, Nintendo is the only one who looks like to be having all of the games. Right now, because I really believe that Sony, as well as Microsoft, will shine next year these systems should have came out at the end of 2021 if I'm being honest I mean like I said look at Nintendo they're just talking about like right now Nintendo is talking about next gen and development and yes, they got their games coming out, but I hope Nintendo didn't put themselves in a very bad position. And again, I'm going back to the semiconductors of these chips and whatnot. Hmm. But this is like developmental. This is developmental year. We will be getting double A games from third parties who will be championed as triple A games. Glorified DLCs. And I know they want, I, I, for the life of me, I cannot understand. Nintendo release it. Release the press release that you are making a Nintendo Switch Pro. And I know you think that, that a lot of people are not going to buy the Nintendo Switch because they won't. But you should this is how you this is how you say it. this is how you get them to do it. God, I feel like I'm I'm going off on a tangent here. Um, 
this is a really weird year. Game development systems are not ready to be released at the moment. And then you got Nintendo who had good games, but, you know, it just doesn't look like they're ready to commit to talking about this next gen. When, in fact, I personally believe that they should. I think that they, I'm hoping that this is now the moment where they shifted from the Nintendo Switch to, you know, start implementing 4K into the upcoming games so that it could be streamlined, you know what I mean? And I think with that, um, I think we can close out with that. And those were your top stories in gaming. top stories and pop culture. I have uh, all these insecure women, all these insecure women, um, Let's start off with this. Portia Williams. I'm gonna call the spade the spade. Bitch, you a slut. You're trifling. Bitch, you are trifling. And hold on to the motherfucker that, um, What's his name? Simon Gubera or whatever his name is. Because, you know, you, y'all already know I don't bother him like that. <laughs> but this bitch, y'all are nasty. Y'all out there ain't, ain't nothing good gonna come from this. Ain't shit good ain't gonna come from this. And then they... That girl, his ex, Phelan, Phelan, was kind enough to let Portia Williams come up into her house to get in her inner circle. Now, that wasn't the best friend. We're not going up to the port here now. But she knew that Simon was married to Fenian. Am I saying her name like girls? You know I don't follow them. You know I don't follow them. Um, brought Portia in and Portia Fuck Tommy in. He didn't dump her. And now he got a Porsche. See, Porsche is one of those. Shout out to Rodney the Boys. Porsche is one of those girls. As a matter of fact, just not Porsche. Just not Porsche, period. Because this all has to do with um Simon. See, here's the thing. Simon knows he's married. Simon knows that he's unhappy. Here's the thing. If you are unhappy, just let the person you know 
that you're with that you are no longer happy. Before you go cheat, you can set it up that you're going to go and have sex because clearly that's all it was about. Well, this is what it's all about. They try to paint this picture of him and Portia try to paint this picture as this is a real relationship. It's not. This is a publicity stunt. And just how he cheating on her, Faylene, he's going to cheat on Portia. But here's how you end it. He should have ended it with his his wife. He shouldn't have he shouldn't have entertained Portia. Portia shouldn't have entertained him. At all. But now, the reason why people are coming at Portia the way they are is because Portia is glorifying this shit. And this makes her look not only nasty, but she's a bitch. The both of you are wrong for doing this to his ex-wife. And this is all for publicity. This is why, and I know a lot of this is why they was like, um, why y'all bring your uh, boyfriend? This is my personal thing. Um, number one, because I don't want him around you hoes. That's why I don't talk to his friends. Like, we acknowledge each other when we see them. But as far as hanging out, uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. This is why you don't tell. You don't share with how your man is in bed. At all. And... And I'm not saying that that's what happened, but that that will make trifling hoes like those two. That would make them just go off and um want to try. Know who you with. Get to know who you with. That's a lot of that's been going on. Let's move on to this next one. Just like they did with um what's the name again? Maloney. Um, John Mulaney or something like that of the sort. Here's the thing. And this is from um, People's Magazine. John Mulaney and Olivia Munn are dating a source course. A source close to the couple confirmed. This is a very new. This is very new. They're taking it slow. They met at a church in Los Angeles. This is a motherfucker who says he didn't even like church. Um, Mulaney, who's 38, Mon, who's 40, first connected socially several years ago and remained friendly. In December, the actress sent the comedian well wishes after Mulaney entered rehab following a relapse in his decade-long journey with addiction. Let me tell you something about these motherfucking addicts. Hey, Olivia! Olivia Munn, he's going to cheat on you. See, right now, you are his new addiction. That's what this is right now. You are his new drug. And if you don't satisfy his needs, he's going to go find it elsewhere. This is how addicts are. This is why when he got out of rehab, and then all of a sudden they was like, oh my God, he's out of rehab, and he's gonna get this new show and stuff like that. And this is what I looked at all of his fans. I said, y'all don't give a fuck about that man. 
uh-uh. He needed two to three years away from the limelight. That's what he needed so that he can find out what was that. Decade-long addiction? Child, when that man got out of that, when he got out of rehab, he dumps his wife. And then he moves on to the next chick. No more than a week later. Sweetheart, if you are a fan of this man, these are nothing but red flags. That dude is spiraling. He's clutching at straws. Olivia? Shit. You think you know him right now? What do you see him? What do you see him? What do you see him? He's gonna hurt you, but he's gonna hurt you worse. Because at this moment, you are going to fall for him. I'm speaking like I know about these things personally. No, it's because he, uh, what you guys don't know, is that I actually do work with people who are in recovery. And I've seen these behaviors, patterns. He's going to hurt you worse. Because you are going to fall in love with him when in fact he is just falling in love with what you are giving him right now. You're stimulating him. Wait till this. When he goes out on the road, a bitch, you can just chuck it up. He's gonna fuck his ass off. Every other night, he's gonna have someone brand new in his room. He's going to have someone new in his room. And then you're going to be hearing, well, it's me. Nah, bitch. You should have known not to fuck with someone who is clearly straight out of rehab. Leave those people alone for at least two years. He just left his wife and you want to you wanna have him? You want to uh, jump on his dick and do some splits? Bitch. Should have kept it as you should have kept it as a fucking drive-by. Not no nothing more. Mm-mm-mm. And then uh, bitch. Jennifer Lopez? Jennifer Lopez? That bitch. Speaking of fire. Oh my god. Hold on. What? <clears throat> what? Didn't I tell y'all that last week? Oh, they've been fucking for a while. Uh-uh. Now they want to confirm. Girl, listen. And I mentioned this before. So I'm going to keep I'm gonna keep that same energy. Because everyone's talking about, oh my God, they found, they found each other again. I would look at Jennifer Lopez in her fucking face right now. And I know that this is going to sound very misogynistic and stuff like that. This is going to sound very unladylike. But again, I'm going to tell Jennifer Lopez in her face, you ain't nothing but a goddamn slut. There is something wrong with you, girl, that the fact that it is that you get these men to fall in love with you, marry you, or want to marry you, and then you want to hop on the next thing. Bitch, it's quite alright to be a hoe. It's alright to be a hoe. Everybody has hoe faces. Every woman has hoe faces. But you have it to an art 
don't believe you and Ben for one second. I don't. All these guys that you get with and the way how you move, I'm starting to think it's not them. It's you. It's you. There is something. They get with you because they want to fuck you. And yes, you have a wonderful personality. Great. But they want to fuck you. But there is something going on, and don't get me don't get me wrong because it's, they just they they have the same energy for their ass too. A Rod, being that black, who is buttons? <laughs> well, not so much, no more for Ben. Um, Mark Anthony. But it's you, Jennifer Lopez. And you wanna know how to fix this? And here it comes again. You need to learn how to sit down with yourself. God, the fact that you are jumping from man to man to man to man to man means that you don't like you. You don't like who you are. You don't like who you've become. Through all of this fame, you've lost yourself. You've lost your identity. And you seek it and the validation of men. Now, I don't know what happened between you and Abrod. I really, I didn't believe that from the first second. I told y'all the first person who I thought that she should have been with from a long time ago. And she did get with him. But the only person that knows how to handle Jennifer Lopez is Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony knows how to handle Jennifer Lopez. See, Jennifer Lopez is that woman where it's the guys, the guys come for her. Mike Anthony is that guy that don't come for Jennifer Lopez. Mm-mm. He would quickly and have quickly walk away from her. You ain't all that. You're not talented. You are getting by on your looks and your dances alone. Because when it comes to your film, that's fucked. And don't open your mouth to sing. You are a entrepreneur. She does make good. She does make um cute perfumes. But sweetheart, you are a backup dancer. And it almost looks like is that you are the backup girl. You're the backup. But when someone else has failed, you, you're the one that comes running after. And I know y'all gonna be like, oh my god, bitch, you are so messy. No. I'm tired of seeing her hot like this. Because she has this reputation of sweetheart. She is the bed. She's she's the bed of Hollywood. All you gotta do is just stay on her. And this is not to say that she is not a good producer. This is not to say that she is not a decent director. This is not to say that Jennifer Lopez is not worthy. I think that she's brilliant. I think that she can do a lot of things. But this, what she, how she moves, I'm looking at her like side eye like, uh-uh. No. 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 She can she I wouldn't bring her my mommy in. And this is not to say again, this is not to say 
that's funny, funny motherfucker. But, um, it's just, I don't want that energy around me. That child needs to sit down with herself and learn to love herself. My God, she has two kids. One of them a girl. What is she? Go what? I know that you tell your kids not to do as I do, but, you know, listen to what I say. But, girl, that only goes so far. And that's actions prove as a better method as opposed to just being verbal. Lead by example, Jennifer. I'm not going to go around here and praise this relationship. I'm sorry. We've all seen, we've all seen, um, Bit Athletic. Hello, Gone Girl. We've all seen that. Jennifer Lopez wanted that dick. She wanted to get pounded. And, and, um, and Ben Affleck is an, a dimwit. But he's gonna go. He's gonna go. He was desperate. Girl, he just got exposed that he was desperate, um, trying to, to, to get with a nobody. Girl, he's desperate. Keep the rings, clearly. But, um, The both of you look silly. The fool. And now we're going to talk about this fool, Ellen DeGeneres. Listen. She's talking about after her next um, season, she's going to be ending her um, show. Bitch, your show should have been done in a long time ago. The reason why you want to talk about, she went on with Oprah talking about that, that, that uh, what happened on her show was malicious and calculated to ruin her reputation. Bitch, no one ain't ruin your reputation. You are a horrible person to the people that worked for you. People got wise to your shenanigans and your scheming ways and they had enough. You was a Bitch, when you didn't have to be. And you got exposed for it. And people just was not looking at you no more. They wasn't checking for you. Girl, I used to watch Ellen religiously every day. At her first season's Probably like up to season five. And then, for some strange reason, she kind of shifted. And then I was like, I'm out. Because I do think Ellen is funny. I do think that she's funny. And I do think that she has a kind heart. But the way how she treats her employees, I don't, I don't, I don't go for that. No, ma'am. Mm-mm. I don't like that at all. And she was a bitch. She be asking stupid questions. I was like, girl, for what? Girl, and when she really started to um lean in on trying to be this kindness, I was like, girl, that that is a red flag to me that you are a bitch. See, that says, it's, that says something different for me. Just for me. So, good riddance, good riddance to bad rubbish. She'll be fine. She'll be okay. She'll be a producer. She'll be making films. She just won't be holding her show. This is now the time you got your money. Now, fall to the back. Um, speaking of falling to the back, Joe Button in his new podcast, Royal Mall, that damn went out there <laughs> and fired them lot on there. And then he took down the he took down the video. Girl, that man there is such a narcissistic. 
But that, but there it goes. You cannot mix friendship with business. I think what happened is, is that I th- Joe Button is very self-destructive. He knows how to destroy his own fucking shit. Because Joe Button wants to do it on his own. And he wants the credit for himself. But Joe Button can never do anything on his own. He always has to have help. And that frustrates him. He did it with state of the, the state of the nation, not state of the nation, but you know, state of the culture or something. That man is just very, he wants all of the, the, the accolades. He wants everything, but it's just like any people who saw that from that, from his blow up from that show. They was like, he's going to blow his own podcast up. The man does not know what he wants to do. But whatever he is involved, he wants all the attention. He has something to say. He has something to say. He just doesn't know how to articulate it. Well, Joe Biden, listen, you're going to be all right. I know that to be the truth. You are going to be fine. Roy and Ma, I'm sure you guys will bounce back from it. But keep shit business and keep your friends out of your business. Now, moving on to the businesses. Let's go over to CDC's bullshit that they try to talk about people with these masks and stuff like that. I'm going to tell y'all the overlay for the underlay. I'm going to give y'all the truth. I've been fully vaccinated for almost going on two, maybe two and a half weeks. I've been fully vaccinated. I've had my first symptoms of, you know... You know, when you get your shots and everything, because that's the flu shots. You know, think like you feel like you got the flu. I got that. Sweetheart, before I got this shot, when I tell you that I didn't have no symptoms of a cold, I didn't have a cough, I didn't have none of that shit, I was fine. Got the shot, then I started feeling all of it. Still wore my mask and going to continue to. Hello? And, um, I was talking to somebody. I was actually in the face of someone and, uh, they didn't have a mask on. It was very, like, you know, in passing, but they didn't have no mask on. When I tell you guys that I felt like I had that, had those symptoms again afterwards, and keep in mind, I had a mask on. It's, and I know you're like thinking like, oh my God, this is psychological, this is psychological. No. I felt sick. Err. And, because I did remove it for a second, not even for a second, but like, um, like 10 seconds. It's my fault. I don't blame no one here. But I've learned something very valuable. I'm a fully vaccinated individual. Bitch, when I tell you I'm keeping my mask on, fuck these goddamn people. Fuck the CDC. Fuck the state regulation. Fuck the goddamn federal regulations. I'm keeping my mask on. Until I know that y'all are okay. Because... A whole year, I went without so much of a fucking cough. Congested? No. And as soon as I took that shot, mm-mm, 
Mm-mm. And just like what happened with Bill Maher and some of these people talking about, oh yeah, we don't need to do this. Follow the full guy, vaccinated, and got COVID again. Listen, listen to me when I tell y'all this. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Because for some strange reason, and the reason why these people are doing this is these businesses. Reports are coming out that people who are receiving unemployment benefits have been making more money on unemployment benefits than when they were working. And now they're calling them lazy. This is the narrative that they're trying to create. You're lazy. You're lazy. You're lazy because you're making... Mm-mm. This has nothing to do with them. This has everything to do with the fact that you motherfuckers are not paying people a living wage. And mind you, they're still scraping by just offering unemployment. You think that they are... Having filet mignon every night? No, ma'am, they are barely getting by. But here's the thing they want, and I'm talking about all you corporations and stuff like that, y'all want people to exploit. They took this time, looked at you, look at how much they're making. Seen how much they were making and was like, What the fuck am I gonna go um, work back here for? There's no reason for me to. So they're taking their time developing or learning a new skill so they can go and get other jobs. They're not returning back to those old jobs. They're not returning back to those old jobs because they are not getting. A, 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 a living wage and they are waking up to the fact that you guys have been exploiting them that's what this pandemic proved just how much you have been exploiting them those are the dangers of capitalism you feel that that position that you left was not working for you, find something else that's better. Those positions will get filled. But if you want something better for yourself and for your family, go for it. Don't let them try to create this narrative that you are lazy. You want something better for yourself as well as for your family. Nobody wants to be exploited. Instead of y'all trying to force these people to go around here talking about all oh, that, you ain't got to wear your mask now that you're fully vaccinated and stuff like that. And you can stand to them, you can stand next to these people because you're not dying. That's the whole point. That's what they want. They want people dying. But let me tell you something nobody, nobody wants to get sick. I'm wearing my mask until I feel comfortable taking it off. Period. Hell, I'm not even comfortable in a room with somebody who I know that is vaccinated. And the only reason why is because I don't know where the hell they've been. I don't know who they're talking to. I don't know if they've been kissing somebody. 
And I know you're like, oh my God, this is like, you're not living your life. No, sweetheart. Let me tell you something. I don't want my life to be hindered by somebody else's action. I'm doing fine. I like going to the park. When I'm out in the open like that and I'm by myself, if I know I'm by myself, girl, I will take off my mask and breathe in the, the, the air in which we breathe in. I'm fine. But as far as coming around and congregating with you heathens, no ma'am. I'm not gonna, I'm going to put on my mask. Oh, I can hear you. Well, sorry. Sorry. Wear your mask. And stop paying attention to this narrative that they are trying to paint. That people are out here acting like they're being poor. No, no. This will change the this will change policies. The $15 an hour ain't cutting it. The bare minimum right now should be $25. Rent is going up. Food is going up. The way of life in general is going up. But but wages are stagnant. How does that make sense? And yet, and yet, you have all of these billionaires and millionaires and stuff like that making bootloads of money. But when you when you ask them to pay their taxes, they look at you like, for what? Wear your mask, girl. Wear your mask. Oh, and I know that y'all been looking for me to talk about that 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 Caitlyn Jenner. Listen to me. That. Caitlyn Jenner it's beneath class she's classless they're classless And I don't want to be disrespectful. I don't want to be disrespectful. We'll just keep it there, okay? I don't want to be disrespectful. And, um, right there, I think that's where we're going to end it here. And those are your top stories in pop culture. like we've come to the end of another great episode here on Cheap Drills. Thanks for listening. I've been your host, Etheria. Hey! And shout out to the new listeners. Welcome to the family. Um, yeah, it was kind of cool. Just wanted to say hi and just welcome you guys. Um, and also, thank y'all guys for um checking out JD's um store online. Again, if you are like into trading card games on Pokemon and um anime and stuff like that, you know those specialty items, you can always go to jdmintcollectibles.com and um his prices are very reasonable and he's a very good um, 
It's just a very nice store. Customer service and everything. Yeah. So hit them up. And um, thanks for listening. I'm going to check you guys next week. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheapdealspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapdealspodcast01.